I'm Kim Kral. I am reporting to you not live in my closet. Um, hey everybody. Uh, oh boy, how are we doing? Um, I am okay. Uh, I, uh, I still, I tested positive for the virus still a couple of days ago. Um, which I love, I love the non-helpful people. I love, um, I understand that I may test positive for a while. I understand that, guys. I love that some people are like, you probably still don't have it, but you might just test positive for a while. Um, I still feel like garbage, so I'm probably just going to listen to what my body is telling me and not what some dude on the internet says. Um, yeah, I've had, I've had a, a couple of Facebook meltdowns. Actually, I had one big Facebook meltdown. I was so angry. It was like... It, it like first started with a girl that I, ah, God, it's just a complicated feeling. Uh, I consider a really dear friend once upon a time, but just her actions in the pandemic and kind of prior to it, just, a, I just, I, I just, I don't have humans in my life like that anymore. But, um, she posted a thing on Facebook that was just really, really tone deaf. This is also a person who has not given a fuck the whole time, like has traveled around, uh, hasn't quarantined at all. No lockdown at all. Um, in fact, like three days after we, the, um, in March when we got our first stay at home orders, she texted me and was like, Hey, I'm having a party. You want to come? And I was like, um, we're on lockdown. She's like, yeah, I'm going to have to still live my life. Uh, so she, I mean, so we've, we've, I, I'm trying to not, I'm trying to avoid trash talking, but I was furious at something she had posted a couple of days ago. Uh, that was just basically like, I'm really healthy. And if you were really healthy, you wouldn't get the virus. And like, we all need to live our lives. Like just ignorant BS. Right. So like that, like set me off. And then I, um, and then I was scrolling through Facebook and like three nurse friends of mine, um, one, one isn't a nurse. She just works in the hospital and then two are ER nurses in the COVID unit. And they're just like begging people to like, please take this seriously and stay home. Like they're working nonstop. Their bed, the beds are full. Like the hospitals are fucking full. And I lost it. I wrote a very long angry Facebook post. If you missed it, it's up. Actually, it ended up having like a really good response, except for like, I, I like I wanted to, there was one woman on there who, who was like, I hope you feel better, but were you wearing a mask? And then I went to her page and she is an anti-masker. So I'm like, yeah, I was wearing a mask and I, I, I wanted to engage, but I was like, I can't engage with stupid people because like, I knew that, I know that she took me wearing a mask and getting COVID to like, help her narrative that masks don't work and it's just like the government or whatever the fuck her I, I like I was just like I'm not engaging in that like there's a billion ways I could have gotten it yeah I, I wear a mask but I also worked in a bar where I was washing a lot of dishes I'm not real great at not touching my eyeballs you know what I mean like or I'm not real great at uh um, not itching my nose after I wash a bunch of, you know, like I just, I, I've all, I've not been good at that. So there's a billion ways and it's preventative. The mask is preventative. Like you fucking moron. This is also a girl. The last time I saw her, we are old friends, not friends, like old acquaintances. Like she, she's a nice enough girl. But, um, last time I saw her, she was defending Brock Turner. So, uh, take what you'd like from her opinions. Cause they're stupid, right? Uh, for those of you who don't remember who Brock Turner is, Brock Turner is the uh, 
white swimmer, I believe he was, from Stanford that raped a girl behind a dumpster a couple of years ago and got six months in jail and was out in like three. Um, The judge felt bad for him because he didn't want a few minutes of um, bad decision making to ruin the rest of his life. Yes, that is a real story. I, I know everyone knows knows it. And then weird, the the um, not weirdly, it's it's on brand for our country. But the same exact story was happening on the other side of the country, but with a black guy, and that guy got like ten years. And it's so funny, like the media was showing both pictures, and Brock Turner was um it was like his Stanford swimming picture with his like blazer and this like you know all-american boy and the black guy was like his his mugshot tell me there's not racism in this fucking country tell me but yeah that girl the last time I saw her was uh she was defending Brock Turner and then also was defending office grab ass she's like what are we supposed to do like we're all so sensitive now like we all like it's fine like if that guy grabs my ass like I don't whatever like it's just like I think we're just a little too sensitive yeah she tried to be like were you wearing a mask and then I went to her Instagram and it looks like she's an anti-masker fucking wild um but yeah I uh so I tested positive again and uh my buddy who is a doctor uh he not helpful it was not a helpful statement I know he was trying to be helpful but he was like yeah um a lot of people are testing positive uh they're you know after they are fine um and then he said a couple medical things as to why and then he goes or people still you still have the virus so it really could go either way I was like that's there's no helpfulness in that statement at all like you either have the virus or you don't have the virus who knows I do know is that I fuck I'm still struggling with my um how I'm feeling it's uh it's 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 um it's really hard it's really frustrating it's um yeah yesterday uh Sunday I woke up and I felt better and I was like whoo I feel better and for like a shining 30 minutes I felt awesome it was probably all the dancing that I shouldn't have done because I got so excited that I finally felt better and then I got real dizzy and then my whole body started hurting and I was really hot and then I was like, oh, I got to lay down. And then I had to lay down the rest of the day. And then yesterday I um, woke up and I was feeling okay. So I was like, all right, well, yesterday, the day before I was feeling oh, good and I overdid it. So it was just like, okay, well, today I'm just going to take it really easy when I'm feeling okay. And then I slept all day. Like I woke up at like six and I was like, huh, I do not know what I did today. And I don't think I did anything. And then today I have, I got up at 4 a.m., um, if you talk to other people who have COVID, uh, sleep is really hard. I, I don't know why. Um, I guess when you're regularly sick, like shit's harder at night too. Um, but yeah, sleep is really hard. So I, I'll get like maybe five hours a night and then I'll wake up really early and then I'll lay there for a while. And then sometimes I'll just get up and then I'll fall asleep a couple of hours throughout the day. It's, this thing is just rough, man. It's really rough. And I'm... um. Yeah, so I got up this morning at like 4 a.m. And then around 7 a.m., my um, head just started really, really pounding just all day. Just a massive headache. And now I'm just dizzy and hot again. And you're probably like, why the fuck are you recording this? Um, Because I feel like my mental capacity or my mental stability right now is not great. It's not, um, it's really hard not to... Uh, feel like a failure or have shame. I've been sick for almost a month. No, a little over a month. Um, Yeah, a month. Uh, On the 7th is when I started feeling like I had a cold and then the cold wouldn't go away. And then here we are, right? So a month I've been feeling like this and it's, 
it's really, it's really, um, it's really defeating. I'm really, so my mental capacity, my capacity, uh, stability isn't great. Um, I, um, yeah, I'm having a hard time with this. And so like tiny goals are kind of making my mood good, good, helping my mood. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, yeah. So I was like recording a crawl space is, is a small goal that has helped my mood and talking about it is also, um, one thing I've found is there's not a lot of information out there about people who are having, who have it. Uh, like there's a lot of information out there. Like if you need to go to the ER, uh, people on ventilators, people who die, like there's a lot of statistics for all of that. Um, when I tested positive again, I text my friend who works in a COVID unit and she was like, um, yeah, she goes, they, it's not uncommon for you to test positive. Um, and it's not uncommon for you to still be sick a month later. And you may, she's like, she just was like, it's going to be the long haul. And she basically told me that the main thing is to my mental stability is the one thing that I really need to focus on because she said it could be a couple of months. And, um, my mental stability is one of the things that people aren't talking about. Uh, yeah, and I, I have girlfriends who um, are very supportive. Uh, of course, I always talk about how supportive they are and how wonderful. Um, but they were, they, they, you know, rightfully so, were just like, we don't have this experience. And I'm realizing that a lot of people aren't talking about this. This sucks, man. I mean, I don't know if a lot of people aren't, but I, I've been Googling and reading tweets and stuff like that from people who are going through it or went through it. And my friend who lives in Michigan has it along with her entire family, including toddlers. And um, I don't know, just talking with people who have it and struggling with it has just been like night and day for my mental stability. But uh, yeah, I had a bit of a meltdown on Facebook. I'm kind of proud of it. Actually, I got like 25 shares or something like that. And I got a whole lot of comments and a lot of like, yeah, like you like this needs to be said. Um, it's just it's just I don't know, man. I don't know. And here I am. And I, I, last week I felt like I, the episode wasn't very good and I was really hard on myself, um, cause I wasn't all energized. And I think that that's just kind of how it's going to be for a little bit. Um, I'm always going to be honest and where I'm at. And that's part of the podcast, the podcast. Uh, let's see here. Um, yeah. And one of the things that's just really like in the back of my mind always is that like the long-term effects of this shit like what if I'm one of those that like like apparently I'm one of the ones that gets to be sick with it for a while but I'd prefer to be one of the ones that gets to be sick with it for a while as opposed to one of the ones on the ventilator or dead so I'm just like trying to be grateful and that we're at stay-at-home orders um it's looking like there might be able the government might help us pay our bills soon how fucking wild is that how like how do we get to a point where one guy has this much power like Mitch McConnell, how does that guy have this much power? He's like, I want this crazy, conservative, religious, wild, non-science believing woman to be in the uh, fucking uh, Supreme Court. And then four years ago, no, I don't want like nine months before the election. I'm not going to even hear Obama's. And now he's like, I'm not going to do a stimulus tap package unless like these five things that are very clearly for kickback from corporations have to be in it. It's like, I thought the whole thing, the whole government was based on checks and balances to avoid one guy having all this power. And I'm laughing a little bit just because it's just so ludicrous. That like, how is this happening? How, how? Oh boy, I, that took a lot out of me. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm recording. I don't know what's going to come out. I actually, I have written down very specific things I'm going to talk about just because I'm not sure 
if I, I don't know, my brain, like the, the brain uh, fog is real too. There's just a lot of shit. Like it's like one thing leaves and a new thing. And my, I've been congested and my nose has been plugged up for literally a month. I had no idea I had this much snot. I also like, can we talk about the sense of smell that I lost? Like I still, that's still wild. Like I can smell things now if I like get up in there, you know what I mean? But like, I can't. Like, I have to, like, make an effort to smell things. If that makes, I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, you know, like, if you have a cat and you don't clean out the litter box for a few days, uh, you notice that smell, right? I, I mean, I've actually been pretty diligent about cleaning out the litter box just because I'm trying to, like, maintain some kind of tiny goals every day. So the litter box is a bad, but, like, like okay, so I was going to see my armpit kind of smelled earlier today. Um, that's gross, but whatever. Uh, so I was smelling my armpit and I had to like really get in there and I was like, oh, I forgot to put on deodorant. I showered last night and I forgot to put on deodorant. And so, you know, like, like not like smelly, smelly, but like, you know, like, you know, just like the sun. Um, that, yeah, but not the sun, you know, when you've been in the sun all day and you smell like the sun, but so your armpit doesn't have anything on whatever. So, but I had to like get up in there and normally I can smell it. I don't know. I don't know how to describe the no smelling thing. It's real weird. Like every morning I write um, three pages when I wake up. I really recommend it. I got it from The Artist Way, which I'm doing now. I'm currently in week two. If you've never done The Artist Way, it's a 12-week uh, program uh, to help one unblock or even or become more creative or yeah just become more creative. Um, whether if you are creative, whether if you want to be more creative, what if, whether if you're a blocked person you know it just it just makes and I did it like five years ago and it was really transformative and one of the things is you get up every morning and you write three pages and it it can be it, and it doesn't have to be about anything it's the, there's no wrong way to do it it's like literally just like brain drain like like I've written like I have no idea what to write I'm so tired da, da, like I have bitched about the same dude for like three weeks straight and then I can't and then and then suddenly it goes away or suddenly there's a solution or something like so I've been I've been doing these for years right three in the morning and I, it's kind of my meditation it's how I am able to like get get shit out of my brain my brain is really loud and so but I bring it up is I, I sit at my I sit at a little table and uh, I light a candle and I write and I I didn't do the the morning pages um, the first man I feel like this is fine right we're all having a good time I'm like I'm like what are we talking about I'm so drained guys but I'm proud to be doing this and I feel like it'll I'll get my groove back I'll get it'll I'll I'll I just I would give anything to feel normal again. I feel like I don't even know what that feels like anymore. Like if I don't, if my nose isn't plugged, it's so unplugged, it burns to breathe. I know that sounds weird. I don't even know how to describe that. Like it's just like, and I'm like, I don't know if that just means that I've had snot in there for a month. So it's hard. So my like the inside of my nostrils are just like sensitive now. And so breathing hurts. I think I made that up. I don't know. So if like there isn't not snot in there and it's like clear, it like burns. I would give anything. And like, I'm just like really winded. I don't know. I would give fucking anything to feel like a regular human again, a regular Kim Crawl again, you know? Um, but so I, the first, the first, I didn't, I didn't, I stopped in most of November because most of November I was just, you know, laid out. Um, but starting to December 1st, so like eight days ago, I got up and I was like kind of not forcing myself to do these morning pages, but yeah, kind of forcing myself just to show up on the page, just to kind of, 
I don't know, help with my mental stability and what's going on with me mentally. And, uh, and I light a candle, right? And I, I can't smell the candle. I always light a, I always uh, get specifically like a really good smelling candle because it's just a nice and all like self-care thing in the morning. You light a little candle and you, I call it letters to God, uh, I, I, like universe, source, whatever you call. Um, but like if I get it out, I always get, if I have something going on in my life and I need help, I, t- I write about it at nauseum and eventually, I really recommend it. And I, a solution just fucking comes. I don't know. But I can't smell this candle. Now I can, if I pick up the candle and put my whole nose in there, then I can smell the candle. But just sitting there, it's just wild. I don't know. I get a lot of questions about my sense of smell. The taste, um, I, I love this, uh, the after school special at Kitchen 24, if you live in Hollywood, it's a, it's a, it's an all night, well, it was an all night, 24 hour, like, diner, right? My, my best friend's husband owns it. Um, and it's delightful. It's fucking delightful. And I, there's an after school special, which is tomato soup and grilled cheese. And I've gotten it twice in the time that I've, I've had COVID because it was like a comfort food for me. And the first time I had the tomato soup, I didn't like it. I was like, what the fuck? This is usually like the best tomato soup ever, right? Ever. And I'm like, oh, cause things just don't taste the way they do. And then I got it the second time and it was a little bit better. It was like two weeks later. So I think my taste buds are coming back, but it was like spicy. And I'm like, oh man. So it's just, it's just a lot of random shit. So I don't know. I'm going to say it again. Just wear a mask and stay in as much as you can. I know this sucks. It sucks for everybody. A friend was talking about how she, how uh, she took her kid to see Santa Claus a couple of weeks, a couple of days ago. And the kid cried because he hasn't gotten to do anything fun all year. This sucks for everyone. And you being like, mm, but I want to live my life. You sound like an asshole. We get it. You're, you lack empathy. You don't give a fuck about other people. Like there's a whole business side and like the small businesses. Like that's the fucking government should be like we pay taxes. Why? Why is what's happening? I don't know, man. I don't know. So um, I don't know. Uh, oh, I did want it. So my cousin and I, like I said, one of the coolest parts about this whole thing, um, my eyes are so itchy right now. Uh, one of the coolest parts about one of the highlights of getting COVID. Uh, that's a sentence I've been saying. Uh, one of the highlights of getting COVID is that uh, my cousin Maggie and I have talked every single day. Um, when I when I first tested positive, she had texted me randomly something. I think I said this last week. And so I just I was like, ha ha. I, I have COVID. <laughs> and she was like, whoa, what? And then she was like, do you mind if we check in every day? And then it's just, you know, like, and, and then it's just turned into us talking every day. And it's been so fucking lovely. Like, we're laughing. We're getting, I mean, we know each other pretty well, but we're getting to know each other on other levels. And like, it just, and it's nice to have that. I, 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 I talk about my family. I've have, have a, I have a hard time sometimes with family especially with how my parents were I don't have parents so um I've I've lived as an adult never having to really like check in with anybody uh people usually have you know like their mom wonders where they're at at least once a week I mean truthfully I have no idea I have no idea what normal parents do uh my father uh was too codependent and too attached when we had a relationship, I didn't, and when he was alive, obviously. So I didn't, I don't know, I just don't know what a healthy parent, uh, kid relationship looks like. One time my dad, uh, I was like 22 and I was living, I just moved to LA and my dad called me, 
my cell phone like 15 times one afternoon. And then when I was working, like I was at work and I called him back and I was just like, uh, dad, I'm at work. And he was like, this is how it's going to go. You're going to give me your work phone number and you're going to give me Sarah's phone number, who is like my, my only friend in Los Angeles at the time was like, and you're going to give me those two phone numbers. So if I can't get a hold of you, I could call them. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that at all. You're not getting those phone numbers at all. And, uh, and then he told me that if I didn't give him those phone numbers, I no longer had a father. And then he hung up on me and didn't speak to me for a while. So like I, and then my mom, you know, she doesn't, uh, I, I, I don't mean, I try not to put her down. She's just really mentally ill. Um, it's not that she, I, I don't think she doesn't care what I'm doing where I'm at. I just think she's incapable of that. Um, so she's never, I mean, I, I don't even think she knows where I live, truthfully. <laughs> uh, so I, I've just never had a tether. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of people have like, you know, a, a mom they call once a week, I guess. I don't really know what the whole, the rules are. I'm making that very abundantly clear, but it was nice. It's nice to have a daily check-in to tell someone how I'm feeling. And I really, I'm really appreciative that she, she, uh, she's been that for me. So why I bring her up too is so the other day we were talking and she's like, I do a neti pot every day. And the neti pot, if you don't know what that is, it's a game changer when you have a cold. Uh, it's like a little teapot that you fill with hot water and then this like, uh, saline salt powder and then you mix it and then you put it up your nostrils and it goes through it rinses through your nostrils it's very unpleasant but it like cleans out your sinuses and it's supposed to help you get better wild thing is is I tried to do that when I first got COVID and I thought I just had a cold so you lean forward and you put the little spout in one nostril and then it like goes up and around and then it pours out the other nostril nothing came out it went up and it didn't come back like all the water went up and it didn't come back and I was like well and at the time, I was like, maybe I just have a sinus infection or just a really bad cold. I had COVID. It was COVID. Um, what is a little scary is I tried to do it again today. Same thing. It it did not come back. There's no water that. So I don't know what that's about, but I probably won't do it again until I start to feel better. Uh, but my cousin does it every day. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I, I she she boils water because apparently you're supposed to not use the tap water. So now I'll have to do that because um, I guess like a 0.5 percent. She always knows this shit, like 0.5 percent chance that the tap water will get up into your brain and kill you. Uh, she's like she's she just she just knows all that shit. She's she's that that woman. She composts, too. Uh, when I asked her what she does with her coffee grains, she says, I put it in my compost. She lives in Portland. Uh, and I was like, oh, compost? I've never done that. And she looked at me like I spit out a tooth. <laughs> I was like, oh, I still never done that. Um, but so she she does it in the shower. And I was like, ew, the shower? And she goes, yeah. And then I remembered that I was like, oh, I guess I don't know why I'm being so... It's like, I pee in the shower every day and I brush my teeth in the shower every day. And I don't know why using the neti pot and snotting on myself is a below me. And I told her that and she goes, you pee in the shower and brush your teeth every day? She goes, yeah, I feel like... I don't know. It was just... I did try it in the shower. I didn't enjoy it. I think I... I, I, I do like to brush... I like to brush my teeth in the shower and then put it all in my mouth and then just like spit it out all over myself and then it just runs down my boobs and I think it's very funny this is probably why I'm single actually that's not why I'm single that's awesome and if I find the one which I will uh he'll find that funny I mean he probably won't watch me do it like I've done gross things in the shower 
a couple weeks ago when I was trying to take a bath, I, um, I was going, I was, oh, I can't believe I'm telling you this is so gross. Oh, I'm doing a TMK. Remember t too much information from the beginning of the podcast? TMK. Uh, TMK though is sort of just like the whole podcast. Um, so I was brushing my teeth in the bathtub, right? So I'm sitting down. So basically I was trying to shower and then I got really, I got really dizzy and sick. I have COVID. Okay. So I sat down and then I just decided to make it a bath for a little bit just while I felt better. So I'm brushing my teeth. And I spit it out and then I had to pee. So I peed while I was in the bath. Now listen, I peed while I was in the bath knowing full well I was going to get up and shower, like wash myself in the shower afterwards. Like I don't pee in the bathtub if I'm just taking a bath. But like if you're going to get, I can't believe I just told you that. I can. I feel like that's not the weirdest thing I've ever confessed to you. Uh, but yeah, the neti pot is awesome, but I guess I can't do it right now. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um... Oh, man. I did tell you last week that I was going to tell you, um, I was going to tell you the kidney stone story. Uh, if you remember, uh, I, I, the last moment to the ER, I, so I, I went to a meeting in the morning. It was a Sunday morning. Oh, it was Sunday. It was Super Bowl Sunday. I, I, it was, that's why I know it was Sunday. It was Super Bowl Sunday. It was the Rams versus the Patriots, right? It's Rams versus the Patriots. And I, uh, and I'm at the meeting and I'm sitting with a girlfriend, uh, my meetings, you know, my ACA meetings. Um, at the time, I think it was Al-Anon. I don't think I had found ACA yet because this is like four years ago or three years ago. So I was in a, I was in a different, I was in Al-Anon. And I'm sitting in the Al-Anon meeting, it's a massive meeting. And I had drank coffee with real milk in it. And I don't drink a lot of real milk anymore. It makes my tummy hurt, right? And so I'm sitting there and I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna have to like really poop. And I wasn't super excited about pooping because you know it's there's like a bathroom and there's like 60 people plus there's a guy who's also an ACA and like he was in that meeting and I had have currently I mean I haven't seen him since the pandemic but such a crush on him like I want to marry this dude he's so healthy and hot like just like so like emotionally and spiritually healthy and just hot but like I was like fuck I'm gonna have to shit and that fucking guy is probably gonna be in line behind me because that's just that's just how my life works with pooping like it's like my body is like all right we gotta poop we I, I know we're home right now but I would prefer it if we do it in the most embarrassing way possible I really enjoy watching you talk yourself out of these situations I don't know why my body turns on me like that but so we're sitting in the island on me and I'm like fuck I'm gonna have to shit and so I go to the bathroom and I, I don't have to poop, but I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to throw up. So I walk outside and I tell the girl who's going to give me a ride home, who I'm friends with. I was like, yo, girl, I got to, I think I'm going to vomit. I got to go home. She takes me home and, and she's like laughing and like whatever. And I was just like, I don't mean to be a dick, but can we make this like a quiet time? Cause like, I can't, like, I was like, it was like, I was in a lot of pain. And so I go home and I'm like, I'm like real dizzy and real sick. And then I'm like, all right, maybe if I shower, I'll shower. So I tried to, I took off my clothes and then I just started puking. And because the pain was so bad, like, and, and it was like my side. So it was at this point, I was like, uh oh, I think my appendix is about to burst. Fuck. I remember just being like, fuck, I think my appendix is going to burst. And so I'm puking. And I, and then I, and then I go like, and then it got dark. And then I started thinking about like, I'm like, what if this is like stomach cancer? or something. And like at the time I was like, I don't know, the height of my depression, the height of just like shit going, like the height of my mental, my mental breakdown. Right. The, uh, it was like 
right before no it was like yeah it was around it was right after I had tried not to kill myself right um I didn't try but like how I like right after I'd like pulled myself out of not wanting to kill myself so my mental disability wasn't great anyway so I'm puking and like I'm starting to talk to you know my maker my higher power and I'm just like look man this is stomach cancer like I I'm jumping off the building like I'm not I've already been through a lot in my life I don't think I can go through that again like I can't go stomach I've never been but I don't think I can go through another fucking hardship I just can't do it so if it's stomach cancer I'm gonna kill myself got it cool which is so dark and like and like I get it like back then I understand like who I am now like I have a lot left to do I'm very excited I have so much so many goals and so many things I'm excited to see in the world and so that's got me through COVID, right? Like, thank God, thank God, my mental, thank God I'm, I, I've done the work I've done. I've met the people I've done. I've had the people that were not good for me fuck off. You know what? Like, thank God, um, because I think COVID would have been a lot harder to deal with. Uh, I got kidney stones and I was like, bab killing myself. Uh, so I finally get in the shower and then I come out, I puke some more. Now I'm just puking a bile, right? Because I can't, I'm not eating. I'm in so much pain. So it's the Super Bowl. And I'm like, all right, I really want to go watch the Super Bowl. So I call my best friend Katie. And I'm like, all right, I think I need to go to the ER. I, my, my appendix might be exploding. I don't know. I've never felt this much pain in my life. But I think I think I want to go watch the game first. So you think maybe like I'm going to put on my eyelashes and then we'll go watch the game. And then will you take me to the ER? And she was like, uh, I, th- I think we need to go to the ER now. And I was like, all right, I'll put on my eyelashes and then we'll, we'll go for halftime. And then at halftime, you can take me to the ER. And she goes, yeah, I'm taking you to the ER now. So we go to the ER because she was right. I know that's crazy. Um, I'm, I'm Once again, different person like three years ago, different person at the time. And we go to the ER. They admit me right away, which is way different than when you're like, hey, I have COVID and I can't breathe. I still can't believe that. I don't think I had chest pains, but I'm pretty positive. I was like, I think my appendix is going to explode. And my left, like I, ex- whatever. So they take me in there. This is so, this is where it gets, uh, this is where it gets really, I'm moving around in my closet, sorry. This is where it gets uh, kind of embarrassing. So I, I go in there and the guy is like, all right, I'm going to need you to pee in this cup. And I'm like, and it gets kind of gross too. I'm sorry in advance. I'm not really sorry, but I feel like you should say that. Whatever. I'm not sorry. So I go and I pee in the cup and my pee has a bunch of blood in it. Now, if you're a woman, some that happens when you get your period. So I'm thinking, I'm like, and I'm so out of it and so much pain. I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. On top of everything, I'm getting my period now. So I find a tampon. I put the tampon in. And then I go out and I hand the guy my bloody pee. And I'm like, sorry, man. I guess I started my period in there. Sorry about that. And he was like, ah, uh, it's all right. So he, then he takes my blood. And then I point to the blood. At this point, they gave me drugs, so I was feeling a little better now. Um, I point to the blood, and then I point to my pee, and I go, hey, that looks like my pee. And the guy looks down at the blood and looks at the pee, and then he just looked horrified. But then he started laughing. Uh, I I kill comedically in the ER. I kill. Except for this time with the COVID, because I couldn't breathe. So I I was not interested in making jokes. I just needed to breathe. had some drugs in me whatever so they go they go and they they're like we're gonna run some tests um and then we're gonna do a cat scan or an mri i don't know where you sit in the little tube and then they do they take a picture of all your insides i can't remember what it's called i think it's called a cat scan i love it when i can't remember what a thing is i get like five dms that are like it's called a cat scan which i appreciate um and most of the time i'm like what are they talking about oh right i did talk about that uh so 
they wheelchair me down, which sucks. With the wheelchair is fine. I can't walk. I've, I'm in a lot of pain. But it sucks going around the hospital. And I should have put on my eyelashes. The amount of hot dudes that are wandering around in their little EMT outfits. I was like, ah, this is a fucking nightmare. At least with COVID, I didn't, couldn't go inside. So you didn't really see anybody. So at least when you looked like death, you weren't like, hey, hot man. Like, I thought about going back like a week later in like a prom dress with like, you know, my makeup on and being like, hello, I'm the one with the kidney stones. Hello. But I thought that might make me look crazy. Um, so we go down, we get the CAT scan, MRI. I don't know what it's called, where they take a picture of my insides. And then we go back up and uh, uh, the doctor comes in. And this is so embarrassing. The doctor was like, so you have, uh, it was urethra stones. Like I had a stone in my urethra. So it wasn't in my kidney yet or it was out of my kidney. I can't, I don't know anatomy. You can email, you can text me that too. I have no idea. Um, but they were like, that's what it is. And that's why there was so much pee. There was so much blood in your pee. And I go, yeah, and also I started my period. And you could tell this guy had dealt with so many dumb people that day that he just went, sure. So, <laughs> so embarrassing. Then he hands me the thing. He's like, we're going to keep giving you liquid fluids, and then we're going to give you some meds, and then we're going to send you on your way. And I was like, cool. So he gives me the packet and the two things there's there the it said like it was talking about what they found and then at the bottom it said and had a tampon in for some reason so it dawns on me that i'm nowhere near starting my period that it's just that i i just shoved a tampon in a dry vagina thinking it was that and really it was just kidney stones and then i thought about trying to find the doctor and explain myself but then i thought that i would just look more crazy or crazier and it was just better to just let it be Oh, man. So then I called Katie, uh, my best friend, to let her know what was up, right? She obviously had long gone home. It was like seven hours later. I call her to tell her what's going on. And I'm like, who won the Super Bowl? And she goes, ah, the, the Patriots. The doctor's standing right there next to me because I don't have service. So I'm using their phone standing next to me. And I was like, that's literally the worst thing that's happened to me today. She goes, you have kidney stones. You're in the emergency room. I'm like, I really hate the fucking Patriots. I really hate the Patriots. Worst thing that happened to me that day. Um, and then I had to go. I, I went on the road with this dude like uh, like two weeks later. Um, that was a nightmare of a story all on its own. But uh, I, And I it like turned into a, maybe a bladder infection. I don't know, it was just so painful, so uncomfortable. Thank God before I left, they gave me like bladder infection antibiotics. I hope there, there was some funny in that. I'm not sure. I don't know what I'm doing um, in my life right now. I, uh, I, I'm going to take a, in my life right now. I'm just, I don't know, guys. My brain, uh, everything's just taking a lot out of me. A lot out of me. I'm really grateful I get to do this, though. Like, I, I will say I am one lucky broad that I have the energy to at least sit down for an hour. No matter how much it takes out of me and do this. So I, I hope you're, I hope it's fun and funny. I don't know. Last week I was really freaked out. I got a couple messages about my low energy and I was like, yeah, I have COVID. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's just really, this thing is really rough. Uh, and I'm really lucky. Oh God. And I'm so lucky at the amount of love around me. Jesus Christ. Like I knew I was loved, man, but I'm loved. Like people are willing to just do anything. Not like I'm like within reason, obviously I'm not, but like I get at least five messages today, a day that are like, what can I bring you? What can I bring you? And truthfully, I'm fine. Like I have enough food. Um, I have enough medicine. 
I got water. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, my rent is paid. Like I'm fine. I just need to feel better. That's all that I can focus on right now. And that's what somebody also messaged me about my big rant on Facebook was just like, Hey, I know this really sucks, but focus on getting better. Don't focus on all the negative humans. And, and you know, the girl who made that post, I just, I, I have not responded to her and I probably won't for a little while. Um, especially while, oh, I have a bubble in my throat. Can you hear it? No. Especially while I'm healing. It, it, it brings, and maybe afterwards. I just, I just, I talk about this so much in this podcast and like, I just don't have shitty people in my life anymore or people that make me feel anything but amazing. Like if you don't make me feel like I'm magical, there is no room in my life for you. And because I am magical. Um, I, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something else. Oh, and I also talked to my buddy um, Monday, I want to say, no, Sunday, Saturday. This does not matter. Oh, Saturday, because it was before I got my test results back. And I was talking to him. And there's some, and, and we're, we're, uh, we're working on some stuff uh, career-wise, right, that has had to be put on hold because of this. And I was really worried that he was going to move on and go, um, you know, choose someone else. And he uh, assured me that no. I mean, it's uh, some really cool stuff coming down the pipeline. I'll tell you about it um, when I'm able to. But uh, stay tuned. It's very exciting. It's a like maybe dream coming true shit. And I'm very, very excited. Like my dreams. Um, dreams! Um, but he was just like, no, we're waiting. Um, and the only thing that you need to do right now is get better. And he asked me, because I was, I was, you know, I was, I was rushing through talking to him, right? I was just like so needing him to know I was okay and I was going to be fine and like I'm going to work through this and like today I have these three things I'm going to do and I'm going to get up and I'm going to shower and I'm going to be fine I'm gonna da, 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 da. and he's like hey Kim Crawl what is the hurry what's the rush Kim Crawl and at first I like kind of snapped I was like I'm just tired of feeling this way and he he said it so much more eloquently and beautifully but like basically it was just like the like God or, you know, he said, God, I say universe. Um, don't let that word throw you or throw you off from this from the message. But he was just like, God is putting this in your life for a reason, making you slow down instead of trying to rush through it. Maybe stop and pause and look at what he's ask, asking to slow down. At, so for me, it's like, what is the universe asking me to slow down and look at? And and he was and this man who is a mentor, a dear friend and become someone very special to me. Um just said, uh, you don't want to come out of this the same person. So take your time. Take your time. And then he told a couple of stories of in his life when he got seriously injured or ill and that and he's like me, like, go, go, go. Let's let's what's on the next thing? I always want to be busy. I gotta do this. And it forced him to slow down and it forced him to take it one one inch at a time. Everything, just one tiny step at a time. And that reminder was just so fucking powerful. Like what the fuck is the rush? My city is shut down. My state is shut down. The world's, the country's about to be shut down. A lot of people are getting sick. A lot of people are dying. I'm one of the lucky ones that, yeah, I, I get to have the, the long-term one that seems like it will go on forever, but I'm not on a ventilator and I'm not dead. So let's pause and be grateful for this. Um, I, I also, uh, I'm going to get a little serious some more. Um, Today is, it's December 8th when I'm recording this, and today is the two-year anniversary of one of my dearest friends uh, hanging herself. My, my friend Anna Lan committed suicide two years ago, and um, 
I was reflecting on her this morning and she, I, one thing I want, I like, I was talking about my regrets, right. And I was like talking about like, uh, you know, weeks leading up to it, she had, um, reached out to me a lot about trying to get help, uh, you know, therapy help and was trying to find a therapist and, and I had text messaged her, you know, and, and about, you know, I wrote her back and we were, I mean, but that was our last conversation. So it was about how she needed to get into therapy and how she was trying this new career, uh, path. And we were like, you know, I was like, oh, you're going to do great at that. And like, it was, uh, and, um, and I also know that I was, I, she was, she, she was one of the, she was, she's one of my dearest friends, one of the saddest people I'd ever met. And, um, and sometimes, and sometimes she was hard to be around when she drank too much. And that was, that was one of her things that she was trying to quit drinking. Um, a, uh, massive comedian took her to an AA meeting one time. This woman had just the ability to just be friends with everybody, but also alienate everybody at the same time. She, uh, man, I loved this woman so much. Um, I, we went to, we went to, uh, Big Fire, which is a festival, a comedy festival in the desert. It's basically Burning Man for comedians. Um, and, we went and she, the, we're driving there and she's like, I just want to have a beer. And I'm like, you can't have a beer. Oh my God, my legs are numb. What is happening? Um, I'm like, you can't have a beer while I'm on the freeway. And she used to always do that. Like I would be like, she's like, I'm not going to not drink like some loser, Kim. And I'm like, I'm not drinking. And she's like, we used to, I mean, we would fight so much. Um, and the last uh, couple of months of her life, um, I pulled away a little bit because you know, she was, she, her drinking had gotten to a point where it was, um, always a scene, always yelling, always, you know, and, oh, which I grab, which I, you know, I grappled with and regret for a long time about if I've only, I was there for her more, which you can say that all you want, but, and then it, it I also got to the point where it was like, give, Anna was one of the saddest people I'd ever met in my whole life and giving her the dignity to, end things the way she wanted to and that's not easy to say but maybe that's the only way I'm able to to have peace with it um so this morning I was talking about my regrets with her and I I I don't have any you know I loved that girl I loved that girl so much at her funeral um I was lucky enough to be one of like two friends that was invited to the actual funeral um and then the like the at the uh hollywood cemetery hollywood forever cemetery it was one of the few like maybe like five like three or four friends um in la that was like lucky enough to be invited to the actual funeral and then there was there was a um uh, wake or whatever afterwards and so i went up to her brother and her cousin who were two people that were her like favorite human beings on the planet i never met him but i'd heard a bunch about him and i like when they told me this i i might cry right now um was so uh like and I knew it was gonna be like it was fucked up when I heard it but I was like god in a couple of years that's gonna mean so much to me I went them to both uh separately and was like hi I'm 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 Kim I just wanted you know to offer my condolences Anna was one of my best friends and the brother and the cousin both said this they said you're Kim Crawl," and I was like yeah and they're like Anna was your biggest fan she loved you so much and Today marks her two years, and it breaks my heart that she felt that alone. But um, I talk to her all the time. Uh, she was one of a kind and one of those people that, like, yeah, if she loved you, man, she fucking loved you. And she was. She was my biggest fan. 
Uh, she called me a loser a lot, <laughs> made fun of me all the time. I remember one time we were walking and this is such a grim story. It's, I don't even know if it's that funny, but I thought it was so fucking funny. We were walking and she had known everything about me or so I thought, right? And we were walking to this open mic and she just had this wild energy about her. And I was like, well, you know, and I made a dad sh- uh, showering with my dad joke right well if you shower with your dad until you're like 12 or 13 you're gonna have some issues like something like that right and she goes whoa what and I was like oh you don't know that she goes no you can't just spring that shit on someone we're just walking down the goddamn street and you tell me I showered with your dad I gotta sit she's sad she lit a, a cigarette and she's like Jesus Christ Kim Grawl and we laughed and we laughed and she had that ability to like that's a grim fucking thing right like that's a grim memory and a grim thing to spring on someone but we laughed so fucking hard at it and another time we were driving I had introduced her to my buddy and his wife and my buddy and his wife at the time uh they they didn't have the best diet and they smoked a lot of marijuana they didn't smell great right they just didn't smell great um they're, they're, they were aware of it, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm not trying to put them down. I love them dearly. Uh, him, her, she blows. But uh, th- so we're driving in the car and they're in the front seat and me and Anna are in the back. And Anna goes, she goes, man, Kim, I love your friends. Thank you so much for inviting me and introducing me to them. They're so great. I mean, they smell like barn animals, but they're awesome. I was like, Anna, you can't say that shit. God, I miss her. God, I miss her every day. And that's the thing, like I was writing this morning about regrets with her and I, and I was like, truthfully, I don't have any regrets with her. Um, we had a very honest, honest at times, ugly relationship by ugly. I mean, we fought, man, we fought, um, but it was honest. It was real and it was loving and man, that woman loved me and I loved that woman and I know she's here still, you know, looking out on everybody. I know that that, I don't talk about that stuff very often, but I know that she's still, she's with me in everything I do. And I was like, I don't have any regrets. The thing that Anna taught me is to be more present and grateful in my relationships now and to take more pictures. You know, Anna and I have two pictures with each other. We spent a lot of time together and never took any pictures, never took any pictures, a lot of time together. Um, But like, just I'm what I, I can I do two I'm one great yeah I can I do whatever I want I'm Kim Crawl in this crawl space um my other I'm one lucky broad that uh I got to have Anna in my life even for just a little while and uh she's here with me and everything I do and she was my biggest fan and that was that that was special um Oh, are we ready for some poop scoop, uh, poop scoop booty? I don't know. I'm trying to come up with a song. I feel like uh, someone emailed me a couple of ideas. I don't know. I'm also not a singer, but I did sing the theme song to this, and I feel like I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes when I think about that, I sang the theme song to my own show. I think it's so funny. Um, so poop scoop, uh, this isn't mine, but I, I do this Saturday night zoom and I have with these people that I have for, I don't know, we did it a lot during the beginning of the pandemic when we were on lockdown and now we started back up again and I didn't really know most of these people. And now I, I, and it's funny, a lot of them I've never even met in person and I can't wait until I meet them in person when, you know, the world finds its new normal. And so we're talking about, uh, oh shit, that's my cousin. Um, speaking of, well, well, 
Oh, I will call her back. I'm almost done. Uh, I wonder if you heard that. Well, this is, I, I don't know how to, I know how to edit it out, but I promised you I'd never edit anything out. Um, so I, um, I, uh, so we're, we're talking about different tastes, I guess. Somehow this brought up that like cheese and cheese and, uh, chocolate taste really good together like they were like talking about so this guy who I've seen I've never I guess I've met him before every time I say I've never met him he goes I've met you like 45 times and I'm like sorry buddy uh but he 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 was like I'll try it and then they were like oh actually use craft singles and for some reason this dude had craft singles in his home and this other guy on the thing was like you have government cheese and everyone's like yeah that's what you call it government cheese because it's not real cheese oh fuck she's calling me again um, oh, good. Okay. Uh, no, she tried to FaceTime me. Okay. Um, I love it when people do that, when you don't answer the first time and they're like, oh, I'll just call and call and call. I've done it before too, but it's just, um, uh, um, maybe I'll just text her real quick and just tell her I'll, um, hold on. I'm just going to text her, uh, which this is, maybe I should just pause this. Call in a minute. Um, Okay. So, uh, sorry about that. Um, so government cheese, apparently you can't even call, uh, Crab Singles cheese. It's called cheese product. How fucked up is that? I'm not eating anything that's called what it should be plus product, right? Like they legally can't call it cheese cause it's not cheese. Anyway, he wraps chocolate around it and eats it. And he's like, ah, it's all right. You know, and he explains it and we're all like, why do you have Kraft Singles in your home? Like no one has Kraft Singles in, at their home. And, um. So, uh, oh man, I just got really dizzy. Jesus Christ, you guys, this whole, this thing is a nightmare. Uh, so then like a few minutes later, he disappears for a while, like 20 minutes later, he disappears for a while. Dude shit his pants. He shit his pants. And he texts one of the people on the zoom and was like, Hey, I just shit my pants. I'll be right back. And his home, he was just sitting there and he goes, and he kept just yelling, I over farted. I over farted. I just thought I had to fart. And then I, so he sharted, but he like really pooped his pants. And he's like a bachelor. So he has no idea, I guess, what to do with his pooped pants. I don't know. Maybe I've pooped my pants enough in my lifetime that I know what to do. You, he just like put it on his floor in his room and was like, I'll just deal with that later. Like what you do, I was like, what I would probably do is tell all of you that I threw everything away. And then really, I would just rinse it out and wash it and keep it. Because that's what I did with my cargo pants a couple years ago. It was probably 15 years ago when cargo pants were popular. Um, I pooped those. And then I lied to everyone and said that I threw them out and just bought new ones. Really, I just, I just, you know, washed them and then lied. Just had to, just lived a lie for a long time until cargo shorts were out of style. I wish that they were still back in style. Those were cute. Um that's the poop scoop man it's not mine I mean I haven't pooped in five days uh that's another fun thing I guess I have my COVID is I am constipated oh that's a lie I induced poop yesterday by doing this little concoction in the morning but it was not satisfying and then we're back to not pooping again today so send love to my bowels somebody I would love to poop I'd kill to just feel better so then that also that night uh, we took a picture on the Zoom and one of the women who I've, I've never met but has become a friend of mine um, through these Zooms posted a, fi- a picture and had cut me out of the picture, right? And like cut me out of the picture and 
I saw it, and then she had cut two other people out too, and I was like, that's really weird. And then I like text uh, one of the one of the guys that they text out, and I was just like, ha ha ha, that's really funny. And he's like, what? That's really weird. And then it dawned on me, one of the things that COVID has given me is that like it's shifted my perspective so much. I think before COVID, I would have really, that would have really hurt my feelings. Like I would have needed to know. I would have said something. I would have DM'd her. I would have been like, why did you cut me out? Were you embarrassed? Like I would have really taken that personally. And my other friend messaged and she was like, yeah, that's so weird. She did that. Like kind of like testing the water to see if I was okay. And I was just like, yeah, none of it's personal. None of it's personal. I mean, I was like, I'm sure the woman had her reasons. And if it was personal, it's still not fucking personal. I'm just learning. Like none of it is personal. I don't know if that's not, if that, if that rain like uh, uh, resonates with any of you, but like in life, I'm learning that like, if someone doesn't like you, like the girl who posted the big long thing about how she's healthy and that's why she hasn't gotten COVID, that's not personal. I took it personally. That's not personal. The woman who was like, are you wearing a mask? Were you wearing a mask when you got COVID? That's not personal. None of it's fucking personal. And it's all so short. It's so short. Like there are people that have COVID, got sick, got a little better, then died. I could still die. Like that's crazy to me. I don't think I will. I feel like I'm almost out of the woods. I'm turning a corner. There, I mean, the days are still not great, but they're not as bad. But like, like, it, it, it's just brought, like, I could die. I could die tomorrow. And before COVID, I could have died tomorrow. But now it's just like mortality is like, this thing has killed like 1.5 million people, 7 million people. I actually don't know how many people it's killed. I think it's 1.5. I should look it up, but it's killed a lot of the world, the world. And like, it just, it's just shifted my perspective. None of it's personal. What's meant for you will be, you know what I mean? Like even the dude who dumped me a couple of weeks ago, that's not personal. Even if he was like, Ooh, that girl's gross. Still not personal. None of it is. I don't know. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm grateful. I'm one lucky broad that I have friends in my life. Like my buddy who is just like, be so like go into COVID and come like get something out of it and I'm getting something out of it uh mo most importantly I'm getting the uh the message loud and clear that I need to take care of myself and rest just rest I'm having a really hard time with that especially as the days run on I just have all these to do's that I want to do so bad and none of them are that important like I want to vacuum my living room and put up my Christmas tree and I just don't have the physical capacity to do that right now. And to be kind, just be so kind to myself about it. I have a virus that has taken out a lot of people. So the, I can read and watch TV. And I got a bunch of fun movie recommendations. And I'm, you know, I'm rewatching Veronica Mars while I sleep. And it's just all so wonderful. And I've got so much fucking support around me. So much. I mean, just like a crazy amount of support every day, every day. My friend's bringing me homemade chicken soup tomorrow. And the other lesson is I'm leaning into the love. Like before, before ACA, I wouldn't do that. Before ACA, I like, I, I'm so grateful for that program while I, while I have COVID because otherwise, God, who knows where I would be. I mean, I was going to go to the Super Bowl, watch the Super Bowl while I couldn't stand up and was puking from pain. That's how low my self-worth was. And now I went to the ER. As soon as someone was like, yeah, you need to go to the ER. I was like, oh, I want to live. I like myself now. 
and I'm leaning into the love. I would not have expect, expected all or accepted all of this love before. And I'm just saying thank you. Yes, and thank you. My friend sent me a meal yesterday. My other friend sending me soup tomorrow. Yes, and thank you. You know, just lean into the love. Um, I'm really, really grateful. Uh, that's the show. Um, hopefully, hopefully my energy was a little bit more up this week. I don't know. I'm going to not make apologies for that. I am where I'm at. Um, I hope everyone's out there being safe. Please wear a mask. Uh, just wear a mask, man. You look dumb. You wear a seatbelt, don't you? Jesus, my father wouldn't wear a seatbelt because of his rights. How stupid is that? Years, I mean, he's dead now. So like the seatbelt thing didn't kill him. But still, he's like, they infringe on my rights. That's so crazy to me. Just wear a goddamn seatbelt. Got to the point where I was like, dude, I'm not driving you in my car if you don't put on your seatbelt. Like in your own life, whatever. But if I get in a car accident and you die because you didn't wear a seatbelt, I have to carry that the rest of my life. So crazy. So crazy. That's for another day, I suppose. Um, I did it. I did it. I did another crawl space. I'm so proud of myself and I'm so happy. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Send me your uh, poop scoops and send me your I'm One Lucky Broads or just check in and say hi. You can email me at K-Y-M-K-R-A-L. S-P-A-C-E at gmail.com. That's Kim Crawlspace at gmail.com. Uh, follow me on all the socials, K-Y-M-K-R-A-L, Kim Crawl. Uh, if you get a second, please, please leave me a review. I have not read reviews in the last couple of weeks. I'm just getting my bearings back, guys. I will, I will. I, I got a couple new ones. So I want you to know you leaving these reviews, especially right now while I'm so sick, has brightened my day so much do you hear that i'm guilting you into leaving me reviews um but yeah if you like what you hear uh leave a rate rating review it just it really it does so much for the podcast getting out there um and it means so much to me uh thank you for listening thank you for all the love thank you oh and sidebar i quit smoking uh four years ago yesterday so that is awesome i posted a whole thing on facebook if you're struggling or on instagram if you're struggling with quitting smoking i have a couple of tips in there so uh, take a look at that and um i will be back next week or i'll be dead just kidding that's a terrible way to end that's a bad joke uh i am continually getting better and i appreciate all the love and support and if you have covid and you feel uh alone or afraid uh i'm slow to getting back to my dms but i am slowly getting back to them please reach out to vent or talk or anything i this thing is kind of lonely man and um the only way I got through it was with support and love from my friends and family. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I will talk to you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Oh,